Good morning. It's early. Uh, Buster hanging out with Troy Savan, who came by the radio station. Thanks for coming, buddy. Thanks for having me. Uh, we appreciate you bringing breakfast for our listeners, too. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, right. It's downstairs. You don't see it yet. Oh, okay, but, cool. But yeah. you paid for it. Don't worry. Oh, no worries. It's all good. Anytime. <laughs> um, what's, um, what's like an Australian breakfast? Like, average? Not like... Not like, you know, you're like famous now. Like, you, you, you're you separate. I mean, like, real people. Like, doing, okay. The average person, what's like a normal breakfast? The average person, Australia has like really snobby, fancy breakfast. And it's not just me. Everyone does. It's like, it's like really nice smashed avocado with like feta and poached egg. And like, that sounds horrible in the it's morning. It's so good. That you sounds no idea. No, bro. In America, we will go to IHOP. And you we'll know get- what you guys do is you guys do like fruit and eggs. Yeah. Yeah, you're not hip to that? No. <laughs> not at all. No, I don't know. For me, fruit's a dessert, always. Like, I eat it after my meal, not with my meal. Like, I can't eat an omelet and, like, a grape at the same time. That's not my No, speech. I feel you. I think, I, I also feel like girls like that. Like, I know a lot of girls will have, like, apples in their chicken salad. No. And, I, and I'll be like, but wait a minute, I don't want meat with my fruit. That freaks I'm, me out. I'm completely with you. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, all all I'm saying is that a good American breakfast is like heavy. Right. Like it's like like here or like in the South, you get biscuits and gravy. Do you know what that is? Not really. No. So basically, don't get freaked out by the gravy thing because it's not like regular gravy. Oh, it's okay. like it's called sausage gravy, and it's like breakfast. I don't know. It's fat people shit. It's it's good. <laughs> it's like biscuits, and then you pour all this like stuff out. It's good. But you eat that with eggs and like hash biscuits, browns. Like biscuits, like sweet biscuits. Yeah, like regular biscuits and then there's like this flour white gravy that with sausage and meat it. gravy. It's good, dude. Okay. Just, maybe maybe we got some downstairs. All right. What else let's see but I'm I'm pumped to be talking to you because like you're you're kind of a special dude right now. There's a lot Thank going you. on with you. You know, you're 20 years old, right? Mhm. And you've accomplished so much in such a short period of time. So this is cool. Thanks a lot. Um, help me kind of go through this here. Did you, was it movies first? Was it YouTube first? Was so it music first? How did this? It was music first. I started singing when I was like like seven years old, um, pretty much professionally right away. Like I started doing, uh, I started singing in like synagogues around Australia. And then and then we did. Crushing it from the jump. <laughs> when I was seven years old, I was worthless. Right. You're singing in synagogues? No, and then we, I don't know, I did some like corporate events and stuff. And like, I don't know, did all that stuff when I was younger. And then uh-huh. um, and then I started that uploading stuff. YouTube videos when I was like 12. Um, I uploaded my first singing video to YouTube. And then a manager found me, but he was an acting manager, not a music manager. And so I sort of got into acting through him. And then, you know, came back to YouTube and then got signed when I was like 17. But then how did the, so, like, what, what, in that timeline, when did Wolverine happen? Wolverine happened when an acting manager found me rather than a music manager. I was like, I was like, you know, he was like, I don't know what I'm doing in music. So I was like, okay, let me try acting and started doing that. And so then he, yeah, he got me Wolverine. Okay. And did you, were you, like, did you know about any of the comics, the cartoons, the movies or anything? Yeah, I had seen the X-Men movies. I I really, really loved the X-Men movies as a little kid growing up. So, um, and yeah, I used to, like, play X-Men with my little brother all the time. Um... Okay, so at least you, because I feel like a lot of times with these new comic book movies, mm-hmm. they bring a lot of actors into play who have no n- idea, no idea what they're yeah. doing, and I respect it when they're like, "All right, I'm gonna go do the homework. Right. I'm gonna go play the old video games. I'm yeah, gonna go yeah. read the old comics." You know, which it's tough because comic book movies. It's funny because there's so many comic book movies nowadays, but like kids can't sit through no comics. Yeah, I know. I've never even like I've never I don't think I've ever owned a comic. Right, right. Which sucks. I think I did when I was a kid. And, like, I didn't read them. I just bought them to say, like, yeah. I had them. Right. 
You know? Yeah. Um, it's like pogs, but you don't know what pogs are, do you? No, I don't know what that is. Do pog, pogs happen in Australia? Or do, I don't know. I don't know if it's an age thing or yeah, if it's I'm a not sure if I'm too young region or too thing. Australian. Basically, pogs were these. It was so stupid. This is how great America is. So pogs were these like little cardboard circles, okay? Okay. And kids would collect like a gang of them, and like you would have like like thousands of them, and you would stack them. And I still don't even know if I was playing it right. Right. But you would stack them with your friends, and then you would take like a metal piece that was called a slammer, and you would slam it and like knock them down, and then somebody got to take them. Or so, I don't it, like, dude, this is before phones. This is why Whoa. I feel like the next generation of kids is always so much smarter because my <sighs> generation was out here playing with circles of cardboard. It sounds like um, it sounds a little bit like Jenga almost. Like, you, are you trying to knock it over? Or it's kind of like Jenga, but like dumber. Okay. It's like way more worthless. All right. <laughs> I'm into it. All right. Um, I dig your uh, your YouTube stuff. You Thank know, you. Some of the videos. Um, super informative, super entertaining. So that's kind of cool. The one about where you answered all the questions about AIDS, mm-hmm. I thought that was dope. Oh, thank you. I thought that was cool. And one thing that um, I want to do with you here is kind of a game I like to play with my friends. Okay. And you, you kind of sort of did that in the video. All right. What I like to do is right, I like to start a Google search. Yes. I like okay. to take a sentence fragment. Yeah. And then see what the most searched things, uh, you know, finishing that sentence. All right. So give me a, give me a couple here. Let's start with some questions here. So do give I, me, give me I'm like, wondering if I feel like getting my feelings hurt. Like, do we do things really? Do you want to do it by you? Should we? Okay. I, let's do like. That might. Is Troy Sivan? Yeah, I feel like that's a n- very scary thing to type. Is right. Troy Sivan? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Hold on. Is Troy Sivan? Okay. South Africa. Yes. Uh, so, is Troy Sivan South Africa? Are you South Africa? I am South Africa. Yes. <laughs> are, are you at the Grammys? Not at this present moment. No. <laughs> are you nominated for a Grammy? Not at this present moment. No. Are you vegan? No. Okay. And why do you say that so like you're supposed to be? I don't know. I feel like I'm supposed to be. Really? Is, isn't everyone supposed to be? No, I think that's just something people say now. Like, Fair enough. All right. So uh, is Troy Sivan in a relationship? No comment. Really? Well, I mean, I just never comment on that, but yeah. It's probably smart. Just because then if you are, then it's like a thing. And then if you're not, it's a thing. And then if you're thing, not, it's like, then it's a whole Rather thing. just like stay neutral. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's do another one. What do you got? Um, what about you? Let's do you. Um, I'm not famous enough, bro. Um, um, and then if you type in Buster, you never know what you're going to get, dude. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go with, um, um, let's do something in America. Give me something. Yeah, okay. Put our Americans. Okay. Our. No, no, no. Like A-R-E. Our okay. Americans blank. Okay, okay. Are Americans? Oh no! Are Americans stupid? And are Americans allowed in a Cuba? Are Americans allowed in Cuba? I don't know that. I think I don't know. Obama just went to somewhere. Yeah, he just went to Cuba. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, Obama's American. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that answers that. What about our Australians? Okay. Okay. How you spell Australians? A U S T. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. R A. Yeah. Australians. Oh. Oh, this is good. Okay, hold on. Uh, Are Australian shepherds good with cats? What's an Australian shepherd? It's a dog. Oh. But that's, I mean, why so many search? Why is it so hype on... Dude, apparently the only things Americans search about you guys is your dogs. (laughs) Literally. Are Australian shepherds good with cats? 
Are they bottled the one without tails? tails? Are they from Australia? So and are they hyper? So do you know the answer to any of that stuff? I don't know the answer to any of that stuff at uh-huh. all. All right. I mean, I'm assuming Australian shepherds are from Australia, though, so I guess I can answer that one. Um, back to your your YouTube channel that I dig so much. Um, this is kind of more of a, a, a big picture question. Yeah. Because I don't want to know about your money. I just want to know about YouTubers' money because there's so many kids nowadays that are doing this. Mm-hmm. I wonder, is the game going to get oversaturated with everybody thinking they're a YouTube celebrity? Or is it bigger than ever? And what is the possibilities? Like, how much money could... What's out there? What are the possibilities for a kid who cranks up a YouTube channel out of nothing? Um, I mean, the possibilities are really, like, endless, I think. You know, I think it's one of those things... Of course, it's it's already oversaturated. You know what I mean? There's, a, there's already, like... Yeah, there's a lot of them. Millions and millions of videos on YouTube, or billions. I have no idea. Um, and so, yeah, you know, you got to sort of, like, try and, and cut through these days a lot more than you used to have to. But... Um, yeah, I mean, in the end of the day, it's like people are, um, right now, anyone has the opportunity to to reach millions and millions and millions of people. And that's not something that existed a long time ago. And so, um, yeah, I, I think that, like, opportunities are, are really, really endless. If you can harness that, then, like, yeah, the opportunities are endless. You think, um, do you think everybody needs a niche? I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like nowadays, because there's so many kids doing it, um, or adults, too, uh, I feel like you need a niche uh, that, to blow up other yeah. than just recording your av- every day, right? I reckon you definitely have to have something that sets you apart for sure. Like hot chicks? Hot girls, I feel like hot girls win. Do no matter what they do. What, whatever <laughs> social media it is, it's like, oh, I'm cute, so plus a thousand, yeah. I don't know. That or like, um, yeah, or like young boys. Get, yeah. Getting them girls. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's how, like all the, like, little Kaylin and Miles. and you, you know them? I don't know them. They're these kids. Uh, I think they. I think I heard that they just broke up. That might not be true. And oh. if the Cam fam is watching, sorry. Um, the Cam fam is like a thing. Right. So uh, there's these kids out of the Bay that blew up off right. of, like, Vine or Vine YouTube or something okay. like that. Cool. And I feel like that happens all the time, too. Like, Ruby yeah. B, she's got a song right. where she just made the hook off Vine and then all of a sudden blew up. Right. And I feel like a lot of times they're not as seasoned you know like right. not to say anything about Ruth B she was great when she came by but a lot of times when artists come through who just blew up off of a vine or something like that they're not well rounded from everything else of how to do interviews or how to do promo right. for themselves or how to even perform live for an audience yeah well I mean for me when I when I started this tour <coughs> it was um, sorry not this tour the last tour that I did it was um, last year was like my first ever show where I was you know obviously I performed live a lot as a little kid like I said but then it was my first time doing like my own original songs and it's my first time doing it for like my own audience who has come to you know specifically see my show is that nerve-wracking it was so nerve-wracking it was the craziest thing and and the idea that I'd been sort of you know like like I said you know performing on YouTube since since I was 12 um so for the last like eight years but God, that, YouTube wasn't even around when I was 12. Uh, yeah, so then, yeah, you know, to, to have to, like, um, go and do it live is a whole new thing. So I really do, um, I feel that. I, I feel people who are kind of, you know, it's almost like things are happening a little bit... Too fast. No, well, not necessarily too fast, but just a bit backwards. You know, you get the, you get, like, the fans kind of without the experience, or, you know, without the prior experience. And so I'm really lucky that I feel like I sort of, um, you know, I did have... A, a lot more experience probably than some other people just you know from like doing it when I was younger but definitely feel like I've also been thrown in the deep end a little bit and so it's just about kind of um, 
you know, like navigating that a little bit. There's a tremendous amount of pressure there because if you're not ready, you know, like you right. said, if you got the following, but you're not seasoned enough to handle it. Well, also, I've got a really, really, really good team behind me. That your parents uh, involved? Uh, not like professionally, but they're here. You know, they're always like super supportive and everything. My dad just came on tour for a couple of months, but um, yeah, they're not like my managers or anything. But yeah, no, you know, as far as you know, like w- with with the touring and stuff like that, the first show I ever played, I think, was for like six hundred people or something like that. And and you know, we're slowly but surely building in that. Um, now I'm. I can say that I'm like lucky enough. I sold out a, a almost three thousand people venue the other day, and we we played that in Oakland. Um, and you know, hopefully next time it'll be even bigger. And so you know, maybe there's the possibility that we could have done that a lot earlier. But the thing is that we don't want to because I I need to I need to sort of like pay my dues a little bit and mm-hmm. and like build my way up. Yeah, it's like um, you know, back to your point of going backwards. Where if the following is there before you're ready, it's kind of like you know, like I just said, YouTube was around when I was 12. Right. I didn't have the disadvantage of of being exposed that young. But and you I also like, you also didn't have the advantage of being exposed that young. Yeah, you know but I, mean? I said some dumb stuff when I was yeah, yeah, little. Yeah, no, for sure. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. That I would never say now. Yeah, so. Yeah. There's pros and cons. Yeah, you get that raw talent at, at a youthful age yeah. with no filter, but you get raw talent at a youthful age with no filter. Right. Could take you anywhere. Yeah. You know, it's it's a scary it's a scary thing. I'm always like wondering what dumb stuff is on the internet of me when I was younger. I bet, right? There's probably I'm so look much. For that. I bet you there's. I mean, I I've never been like I've no, I'm not racist. I'm not you know like I'm not homophobic. <laughs> I like I'd like to think that I've always been a fairly good person. So. Um, yeah, hopefully there's nothing like too bad, but at the same time, I was 12. I don't remember anything. Well, it sounds like you come from, you know, I feel like people are a product of their environment. And if you come from like, if your parents were cool and smart right. and, you know, didn't take I you hope down. so. Right? Yeah, yeah, they're cool. I like them. What, what kind of, what, first of all, what did they do? What do they do? What did so my dad's a real estate agent and okay. my mom, mom's a stay-at-home mom. Okay, that's cool. So did you did you grow up with money? Um, I mean, we like, we're like middle class. Like normal? Yeah. That's cool. And did they uh, have any music influences on you? Like when I was a kid, my parents used to play like my mother loved Bob Seger. You know about Bob Seger? No. Bob Seger is like considered oldies music now, but it was like rock music in the 70s and the 80s. Cool. Dudes from Detroit. And and that's where I grew up. And my mother used to always play Bob Seger albums constantly in the car. So I grew up a Bob Seger fan. Right. Even though it was way past my generation. So did you catch any of that from your parents? Yeah, I mean, my my parents used to listen to like, um, my dad loved like, Led Zeppelin and my yeah. mom loved, like Michael Jackson and um, yeah I don't know a lot of a lot of what was on the radio at the time my mom was always like that cool mom that like listened to the pop station and like knew all of the the new like pop songs at the time so she was always yeah she was always like up to speed on the new cool music which is now like old music you know? right, right 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 yeah it's weird now like I caught my parents bitching the other day because stuff that they grew up on is now classic rock even stuff that i grew up on is on classic rock right i'm trying to tell them like yo you're old man yeah <laughs> that's how it goes there's cats out here at 12 making money yeah. <laughs> um i want to play a game i call one well, i don't call it it's just what it is mm-hmm. one word association okay so i'm gonna i'm gonna say a name okay or a thing yep and i need you as fast as you possibly can the first okay. word that comes into your mind okay yep all right donald trump dumb <laughs> dumb i agree um, and I'm not like that's weird. Like well, you're not supposed to. Like as like no, I'm, I'm not, you can do I whatever mean, you want because you're I an can't artist. Really. I'm Australian. That's my only defense. There is that I'm Australian. So I don't even like 
It has nothing to do with me. Okay, well, as an American, I'm scared to death. Just right. So you know. No, you can. You can't say that. I, I think I can. I don't. I, right. think that, <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared either way. All right. Um, social media. Um, First word. Opportunity. Opportunity. Yeah. You. Yeah, because you catch bread off of it. Yeah. Uh, Kanye West. Smart. Really? Yeah. Why you say that? I think he's. An I awesome, agree, but I think why he's you an say awesome that? musician. I, I mean, I think, like, as in, I'm so, um, I'm so, like, by the end of this album cycle, I was so ready to just hear the music because I had had enough of him talking, you know what I mean? But then when I listened to the music, I'm like, Kanye, it's, he's, right. he's so good. I love he's him. never put out a bad album. No. You know? Yeah. Uh, this is good. Love. Real was the first word that came to my head. Wow. Which is sweet, I guess. Yeah. Isn't that a Mary J. Blige song? What? Real Love. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Justin Bieber. Um, talented. He is. Yeah. You can't, Everybody's pissed at him about this. Do you see the uh, Kurt Cobain the, thing? Oh, no, I didn't see that. He performed in Seattle, and back in the 90s, Nirvana did this, like, <clears throat> epic set, this unplugged MTV right. uh, acoustic set, right? Yeah. And, like, the album went on to be huge, and there's a couple huge singles off of it, and it's iconic performance. Mm-hmm. And so Bieber was trying to pay homage to that, but I think, you know, Nirvana fans, who already probably hate him, right. were ready to just be like, you can't dress like Kurt Cobain and wear flannel and... Be acoustic, so they're pissed at him. Right. So, I don't know. Yeah, everyone's gonna be pissed off all the time. Yeah, this, thing. yeah like I feel like with the day and and going back to you know with social media and 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 us not having filters, I feel like people aren't allowed to be polarizing anymore. Right. Also, also the voices of the pissed off people are so much louder now because you can read it's them. So whiny and annoying. Well, yeah, you, you're just they're everywhere. You know, you can you read it so much more. Whereas people maybe would, would have just been like internally pissed off before. Yeah, I feel like like our parents' generation just put up with shit. Right. It's okay. Yeah. Like so, there's stuff in this world that you don't like, and it just happens. Right. You just got to sort of deal. <laughs> but now that you can get on Twitter and be like, I don't like this. And I, I, I. Yeah. Uh, America. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it is cool, right? I really like it here. Yeah. I. Um, is it? Wait, how long you been here? How? What's your? How much have you done America? I well, now I've done a lot of America. Over the last two months, I've I've toured the whole country pretty much. Yeah. Um, you know, we've been we've been to a lot of places. I think we did like. 20 something shows so that that's like pretty much almost 20 cities some s- cities we did two shows so probably like 15 or 16 cities in over the last two months any um, areas or regions kind of pop out to you is like that's awesome i love warm places i just like warm weather so yeah. i like the coasts um so it, indiana is like beautiful you love it I, I love it yeah. <laughs> no, i really do like it here. but um yeah i don't know i i really liked like when i think of the highlights i definitely think of um like Miami and, and that mm-hmm. whole kind of area. It was just warm and, and nice. And we had just been, you know, in like Chicago and Boston and stuff, which I love those cities, but it was really cold. Um, yeah, I don't really dig Boston or Chicago. I really, really love Chicago. Chicago's all right. It's Cam's like, from Chicago, right? Cam or cameraman. I love it there. It's like one of my favorite cities. Oh, Hunter's from Chicago too, right? I don't know. There's people around. There's a lot. Indianapolis has a lot of the rundown of Chicago, right. so yeah. I get it. All right, cool. Um, Ariana Grande. This is our last one. First word. Voice. Yeah. Her voice. She dude. can punch through walls with that thing, right? Whoa. I love her voice so much. Okay. Yeah. Did I'm you... also really into the new album so far. 
like the, the you know it's funny released. I didn't like it the first time I heard it the first time I heard it I was like okay I thought like at first I thought it was kind of like Selena Gomez-y I, I, I didn't better. like I didn't like Focus but I love yeah. Dangerous Woman and I love Be Alright I haven't heard Be Alright Be Alright's a bop okay it's a good song I think Dangerous Woman is one of those songs that grow on me is hey let me ask you something is Australia radio like do they beat it out the box like we do like every hour and like all the time um, Australian radio is, is pretty cool, I gotta say. They Is it similar to America or is it different? No, different. Everything moves a lot quicker. Songs are on rotation for a much shorter period of time. So there's like a lot of new music on the radio. And um, when a song's a hit, you'll hear it you'll hear it a bunch of times a day. Sure. But it'll be a hit for like a month and then it'll go. Whereas okay. here I feel like you can hear a song for like six months on the radio. I feel like that as time goes on though, it gets shorter and shorter. The shelf right. life of music is just we're yeah. just burning. Which I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. As a listener, it's cool because like, you know, every two weeks you've got like, you know, five new songs on the radio that you're like really, really into. And then as soon as you start to get over them, they they start playing them. And so that's kind of cool. You don't I, really get to the point where you're like super, super sick of a song, I feel like. Well, you don't work in radio. I mean. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but but to that point, my I, the, the where I'm scared is that I feel like it almost helps music become more disposable. Right. Like, like we can look back at previous generations of music and those are now classic. Like, is anybody going to hold? Let me ask you this. Do you make music that people are going to hold on to like they hold on to Beatles records, Aerosmith records, you know, right. Billy Joel records? You know, like in 30 years, our Troy Sivan records, is, is there going to be that audience that's like, hell yeah, when I was growing up, this was the record and this is an iconic song. Is it still going to be used in movies to this day? Right. I mean, I don't know. I can't speak for myself. I think... Um I definitely... Or do you think there's music out there that is capable of that? I think there is music out there that's capable of that. You know, I think... Um, yeah, for sure. I mean, the first person that came to mind just because we were just talking about him is, is Kanye. Like, for me, Dark Twisted Fantasy is always going to be yeah. an album that I'm going to love and that I'm going to remember, um, you know, for, like, a specific time in my life. Or same thing with, like, Back to Black by Amy Winehouse or Channel Orange by Frank Ocean or Pure Heroin by Lord. These are all, like really 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 incredible albums that i think will definitely stand the test of time and i think as well it's one of those things where um where i don't know did dark twisted fantasy have a have a radio hit i don't remember uh there was runaway love what was after that um uh, all of the hold lights. on cam's got one what do all you got monster, monster monster yeah 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 that wasn't really a pop record but that was big in yeah. urban radio for sure runaway love it was a great album i like the record with chris rock on it, it was yeah awesome. <laughs> so yeah no so <laughs> reupholstered it <laughs> <laughs> so wait when i think of that record though i you know i don't necessarily remember in australia at least i don't remember hearing that you know those songs on the radio and so i but it doesn't matter because you know you you listen to the album it's a, it's like an album album you listen to the whole thing you know and so yeah some um, of those albums are meant to listen to as albums and, and so that's kind of my my intention as well is you know i i feel like um people hearing the single on the radio is them hearing a very very small portion of um of what it is that i'm trying to say and what it is that i'm that i'm sounding like you know so um yeah i i'd like to think that um there's sort of more to the music than than just like you know the singles right right well yeah absolutely the artist definitely always has that in mind and you and you hope that that translates to the audience and they're not just going okay well i heard well, you also because like um you know as far as what works on radio and what doesn't it's so it's so limited you know what i mean you can't there's like the the really good ballad and then like you know there's like stay with me by sam smith and then there's um you know the, the pop 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 stuff that like 
kind of you know sounds a little bit like everything else that's on the radio i feel like and the like, audience has a retention for that though it's like we'll get you know the the number one complaint that especially top 40 radio gets is how come you guys play the same songs every time all the time and how come you guys don't mix right. in a variety of music yeah, yeah when the truth and the research and everything is no, no I'm, the audience I'm with you i feel you completely is that i think that yeah i think the majority of of people will respond more to those specific types of songs sure. than they will to the other stuff but at the same time that doesn't mean that the other stuff is is not good or or shouldn't be listened to or whatever you know what i mean so i think that like even trying to keep that in mind while writing and just be like it's it's i feel like it's easy to kind of buckle to that that pressure of like oh when you're writing it's like does this sound like a hit or does this sound like a radio song or whatever you know this is like what this is weird structurally you know where's the where's the chorus or whatever you know um like stuff like that i i feel like it's important to think about sometimes if you if that's what you want if radio plays what you want and everything but at the you know at the other times i think it's super super important to just like kind of forget all of those rules because there really shouldn't be any rules in music and yeah it's and supposed to be gray start, area right just start making stuff um you're very positive and i don't want to say squeaky clean but you're, <laughs> you're clean cut do you swear oh uh, yeah i know i swear all the time okay all yeah. right i just want I, I just don't know i don't swear on the radio i don't know if you can that's fine i mean it's not live we can always like right okay cool do you um, beep it out or do you just cut it out it depends like if it was a lame part of the conversation i might just clip it right but like if we if if we were in a heated debate and something popped up i would probably try and bleep that because oh, cool keep, yeah keep fair enough content, keep the you know? drama this portion we're gonna keep because this is riveting okay yeah no, of course <laughs> yeah uh lastly man what's after youth so what's after youth well i mean for me right now i've just finished the u.s tour and i'm about to go home for a little bit relax in australia and nice. then i'm starting my european tour um, and then, yeah, I mean, I guess like new single fairly soon. We still got a while, I reckon. So, um, mm -hmm. yeah, you know, new single fairly soon. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've got stuff I'm like already itching to write. I'm supposed to be taking a holiday now, but I think I might write a little bit, um, over the next couple of weeks, whether for myself or for other people, I don't know. So it sounds um, like you're going to go home and work. You got friends? Yeah, I have friends. Okay. I like two. <laughs> right, because like you've been working since you were so young. Like you didn't have time to go like get in no, trouble I mean, with like punk kids in the neighborhood. Yeah, I think I've had the same friends since I was like two years old, pretty much in Australia. And so um, smart. Yeah, I'll just go and hang out with them. I love them. So yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Troy Savon, we're gonna let you go downstairs. Thanks so do much. Do your thing. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna eat some breakfast. You're gonna perform the whole Sounds deal. Good. Thank you so much for coming by Radio Now in Indianapolis. No worries. Thanks for having me. Cool man. Thanks. That was an awesome interview. Dude.